Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is your Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons Live. My name is Fergus. I'm your host for tonight's show. Um, on the show tonight, I'm joined by three other gooners who are all quite excited um, and maybe a tad anxious about um, this game that we've got going on tonight. It's 6.30, team news should be announced in about a half hour, which gives us about 10 or 15 minutes to look back on Thursday game, uh, the Leicester City game. But before I do that, let's introduce everybody. First of all, uh, Scunny, how are you keeping, mate? Um, and if Scunny is looking to the opposite you, screen... You caught me out there. I was looking at my other screen because I was <laughs> setting something up. So you caught me out. Sorry, mate. I appreciate it. I apologise. How are we doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm all good. Looking forward to this one. Oh, yeah, I think I think everybody is looking forward a little bit to it. I, I'm slightly anxious, but um, yeah, I'm I'm less so than I normally would. But we'll go into that one. We'll get into Sorry, that one afterwards. Oh, all my all my junk's there, so I do apologise. <laughs> I don't normally have all that on screen because I don't have this big up one. But yeah, all my junk's there. It's it's a, I'm in a small room. That's me ceiling. Yeah, I mean it goes down in a. You know, a nice <laughs> diagonal shape. So uh, this is a junk room with my uh, whole setup. So thanks for that. <laughs> uh, also joined by old man Trev. Trev, how are you keeping? I know you you were very keen about having tonight on uh, this show on tonight. I was uh, literally keen. Of course I'm keen and I'm not anxious at all either, Fergus. No anxiety from me tonight. For the first time in years, I'm looking forward to us playing Liverpool away. Win, lose or draw, I'm excited about it. All I ask is come off that field, boys, and make me feel like you've given 100% for the calls and I'm happy tonight. By the way, we're going to win 2-0. And joined all the way, not from Sunderland anymore, but down in Margate, uh, Big Steve. You haven't been on for a little while, but welcome back and glad yeah, to see you. Yeah, good to be back. Sorry? How you been keeping? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, yeah, glad the football's back. Um, I'm probably a little bit more anxious than Trev is. Um, normally, normally I'm, I'm very optimistic, but um, I'm not saying too much about tonight, but I am... I'm, I'm excited. I am a little bit optimistic, but I'm I'm probably more anxious than anything, just because everybody else is positive. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. Before we get into tonight's game, let's have a brief uh, recap on what happened against Leicester uh, in the Caribou Cup, the League Cup. Um, it was a two-nil win. Um, uh, Fuchs own goal, which debatable. Some people, well, it wasn't own goal, but some people were calling it as a Pepe goal. And Eddie snatched the winner at the end of 90 minutes. What I liked about um, the lineup on that one, and it'd be interesting to what, uh, hear what you say, Steve, first of all, is the, the squad had five academy players, starting with Willock, Maitland-Niles, Nelson, Saka and Eddie Nketiah. Steve, what did you mm. make of, of, of that? Um, I, I thought the lineup was much stronger than we would have put out. I, I expected Saliba to start... Um, I thought, to be honest, would see Matt Macy or Runison. Um, so the fact Leno, I, th I think with Leno, because he's coming back from that injury, I think Arteta obviously just wants to keep momentum going, let him gain confidence. And um, Eddie up top, you know, he's scoring left, right and centre at the moment, whether it's for England under-21s, whether it's for, for Arsenal, uh, you know, in he's he's on, he's in good form. So, 
Um, was glad to see him starting over over Lacazette. Um, and Nelson, uh, I expected Nelson to start. I expected Willock to start. Willock, I I don't think he had uh, had had an amazing game. Um, Nelson, though, did exactly what William's been doing, but from the left hand side, I thought he had a cracking game. I thought, you know what, I I thought Nelson had a great game. He ran his socks off, but I, I didn't. I didn't mm. think Willock had a bad game. Tre- Trev, what, what did you make of these five young academy players? Uh, starting for for Arsenal, it, you know we've got budget restrictions probably within the club because of lack of fans going to the stadium means like millions of pounds every 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 week that um, they're not taken in. So you know there's some budget restrictions. So growing youth is what is what they need to do. What did you make of those five players? Well, Fergus, just remember, mate. Right, we've got to remember. We keep saying these young players, these young players, but they've got a few seasons behind them now. You know, they're not as they're not as green as they were. They've got some experience, and I honestly think they're starting to show that. When I saw the team we put out against Leicester, I thought, yeah, that's a typical Carabao Cup side. But it looks a strong Carabao Cup side. You know, so I was very happy with it. Um, a little bit, a little bit. Dis- Different to Steve's thinking. I thought that we would play Leno. I didn't think he'd trust Macy and and the other lad had just turned up. So I thought he'd play Leno. I was very happy with the performance against a very strong Leicester side. They never had Vardy, but they had everyone else. And I thought them young kids, they stood up really well. Very happy with Enketia. We discussed Enketia last week. We had a Mm. bit of a difference of opinion. And I thought that Enketia stood up. And if he keeps scoring goals, I don't care whether they're he scores 30 goals a season and they're all from six inches out. Couldn't give a damn. He's slotting goals in. I'm very happy with the youngsters. I thought it was a great performance at Leicester. Rode their luck at times. But who doesn't ride their luck against Leicester, eh? Who doesn't? You've only got to look at this weekend's results. You've only got to look at yesterday's results to see Mm. what a good, strong side Leicester are. So, yeah, very happy with the performance at Leicester. Um, Mike, of those five players, Willock, Maitland-Niles, Nelson, Saka and Eddie, I, I think you can automatically say Saka uh, is first team um, first team material. Of the other four, uh, which of those four can you actually see making it as a regular in the first team squad? Well, uh, before I go on that, um, what I was going to say is, is that Leicester did play out a B team. I think the only known really in that team was Madison. Uh, the rest of them you got in Acho, Albrighton, Gray, Chowdhury. Chowdhury does get games in the Premier League. So they didn't put out a full strong Leicester side that we saw against Man City uh, at the weekend. But yeah, I agree with everyone there. Uh, I'm, I'm with Steve on Matt Macy. I thought we might have seen an appearance, but I get like again with Steve Leno coming back from injury. He needs game time, you know, and he's got to get shake, shake some stuff off him, you know, shake some cobwebs, shake mm shake some haters off him. So I got why he was playing. Uh, so, yeah, but as for them ones that you were saying, I think, honestly, Willock needs a loan to bulk himself up a bit, get a loan at a championship, a championship side or a Premier League, lower team Premier League side. Yes, I can't. I saw Steve there. I can't <laughs> say I got tongue-tied. So, yeah, I think that he definitely needs that. Nelson, again, I think he needs another loan, but he needs a loan, again, in... A championship side or a again a lower league Premier League side. I he, I think he just needs that just to give him that bit more confidence, push himself up into the first team, you know, uh, or give him a first name choice. The problem with Nelson, I find, is because he's he gets played on the left hand side a lot. He is on the lower side of the pecking order. 
from that left-hand side. And I think that's that's what's really holding him back at the minute at Arsenal. This is why I think he needs a loan. And Ketia, you know, I've, I've said it before, he's sort of straying me away from that, where I've said before that I think he's going to be the next uh, Tuber Akpom. But he's steering me away from that with his performance uh, against Leicester and his need for scoring a goal. You know, when he had a go at Pepe for not passing him the ball, I thought, you know, that, that summit to me is... He's not bothered about the goal. He's more bothered about that he didn't get the pass, you know, and he's shouting and screaming at Pepe, which I like to see. I like that sort of thing. Like we saw at, um, I think it was, was it the West Ham game where we saw Nketiah and uh, Danny Ceballos having a go at each other? Yeah. Fulham. Fulham, that's right. We need That's, that's mm. good to see. It's passion. It's willingness to go for it, regardless if it's your teammate or not. But it's, it's, it's showing a lot of passion, which we haven't seen a lot of in the last few years of Arsenal. So it's nice to see that. And I think Nketiah, he needs to push Lacazette out the way. And mm. what a season he could do if he could push Lacazette out the way. If he can push him out the way, he's got a great chance of starting. Let's move this along because I'm, I'm, I'm conscious I don't want to spend too long on a, on a game that's happened. But there's a couple of things that stood out for me was... Kalasniak, hopefully Tierney is fit uh, for tonight mm-hmm. because if Kalasniak starts again, his co- lack of confidence in his own ability, never mind the lack of confidence in his teammates on the pitch, was just so apparent. Um, Steve, Too busy playing what did you spot? <laughs> um, Steve, Steve what, what, what did you think uh, of Kalasniak's overall performance then? Well, uh, there wasn't a performance, was there? Yeah, he... I think there was, there was maybe two moments I remember him sort of driving forward and trying to get a ball in. Um, uh, but obviously he's playing that third centre-back role at the moment. He's not playing as a as a wing-back. Um, he doesn't seem to link up with whoever's on that left-hand side, whether it be Saka who's playing forward, whether it be um, Nelson. He doesn't seem to link up very well with whoever's overlapping. Um I just, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what what he's doing at the moment. And uh, when you've got players, you know, Saliba played in the Community Shield. I don't think he's picked up a knock. I think there was talk that um, Arteta wanted to see him bulk up um, and sort of just get used to the physicality. But uh, why? Yeah, why play Kalasnach in in a back three when you've got Saliba, you've got Gabriel. Hopefully, if Tierney's not fit, we Kalasnach is out keep Saka at left wing back or Maitland-Niles um, and play and play Gabriel tonight with Louise yeah. and Holden. Um, I just, yeah, Kalasinac is, is Kalasinac, as we've known for the last two seasons. Bag off. I'm not allowed to swear, so I'll say bag off. <laughs> everyone else can do what they're, everyone else can say what they're thinking. <laughs> oh, I think he's brilliant. I don't think he's brilliant. <laughs> the thing is, I, it's crazy because he started he started all right when he came to us. You know, he, he, I think he got five goals in in his first season. Was constantly trying to drive forward and, and run at players, and because of his size, a lot of you know a lot of teams didn't know how to handle him. But as soon as you realise, actually, if you don't give him the space and don't give him the you know the time to attempt to get a ball in, which most of the time they're not on target anyway, um, he's he's in a, he's so ineffective in so many games now. I think that, um, I, to be honest, and, uh, sorry, sorry, Fergus, I think that either Saka or um, or 
Tierney will start tonight uh, on, on mm. the left side before Kalazinac gets a look in. Or Maitland-Niles. I think it'll be mm. Tierney, Saka or Maitland-Niles on the left. I think Kalazinac is probably about fourth choice there in a minute, if I'm honest, boys. Mm. But I think that's why he's playing as a third centre-back when when we need that that option. Because he's not going to get there as a wing-back. He's not going to get in at the side, I don't think. Or is that Tierney? Do you know? Do you no, know what? Kolasinac. I think Tierney plays better on left 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 centre half. I do. Oh no, I, I think Tierney's. Oh no, I was on about Kolasinac, but I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Tierney yeah. has Tierney has had some cracking games in that back three. He, he has with 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 Saka and uh, what's his name and Maitland Niles playing in front of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Agree. I like Tierney at left centre back. I do. I like it. Um, Somebody else who uh, was on social media that was people were making comments about, um, and you know he's got a big price tag over his head of seventy-two million. Um, Nicholas Pepe, uh, he worked hard to get that goal, which turned out to be an own goal by Fuchs. But question for you, Trev: Is he too left-footed? Yeah, great point, Fergus. Great point, son. Uh, it, it, it does worry me a little bit that he seems ever so left-footed, you know. Um, I'd just like to see him make an effort or two on his right-hand side, but I, I can't remember seeing it yet, you know. And strangely enough, um, I thought about it last night when Mares scored that screamer with his wrong foot, you know. Mares scored that screamer with his long foot last night. I thought, oh, would we see Pepe do that? But I'm not going to slate. The, I'm not going to slate the boy. You know, it's early days. He's got a lot of pressure on his shoulders, and hopefully, we'll see a proper, real good player developing Pepe by the end of the season. So, yeah, that's my thoughts, mate. Um, last thing on the Leicester game uh, because we've got more important things to talk about. Uh, last thing on the the, the um, Leicester game, Hector Bellerin came on as a substitute as um, uh, a, a number two. Um, and he had a new tattoo on his leg, and number two, uh, Mike is desperately trying to find a photo of uh, him in his in his boy. <laughs> no, honestly, no go. It's a no go. Oh, I found a great picture. Have a look at that one. Get that one on the screen. All right, you can see that. That is amazing. Look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> that jawline. <Yeah. laughs> I wish I had a jawline like that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> One of his moody modeling poses. Listen, uh, I, you know, I, as you know, I've never been a huge fan of Hector, uh, of especially of recent. I think he he's had one injury too many, and he's lost his pace and his crossing is poor. But um, you know, it, it, he has in in the last few games come on and made uh, a couple of goals, and he's he's made a couple of runs. So maybe we are seeing. I don't know if the shop window. I don't know what it is, but you know, he, he maybe he is getting back to uh, full fitness after what was a, a horrific injury. Look, the long and the short of it is um, we beat Leicester, be it a, um, uh, a B team or, or not, we beat Leicester 2-0 and we go to Liverpool again on Thursday night um, for the fourth round, I think it is, of um, uh, of the of the League Cup. Look, tonight's what it's all about in uh, 40... Uh, what is it? Yeah, in a, an hour, hour and 15 minutes. An hour and 15 minutes, we take on Liverpool. Um, and I think we've all been, like, 
Trevor has been super excited about this. I talked to Trevor on last week's podcast. I talked with Mem, who couldn't get on tonight. Um, and he's just mega, mega excited. He's in our chat group. Uh, about about and he doesn't say very much uh, in the chat group, but I think he's very very excited about this game. Uh, does Trevor, on game day, you can't shut him up. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. And on game day, you can't shut him up. Oh, I put everything on mute when the game starts. <laughs> so, so Trev, how excited are you about this game and why? Oh, Fergus, I'm so looking forward to the game tonight. I'm so looking forward to the game tonight, and uh, firstly because. And more importantly, I think we've got our best chance of getting something away at Anfield for a good while. We really have got our best chance of getting something away at Anfield. If the team plays well, I would honestly, I wouldn't mind if El Nelly started tonight. I think that'd just give us a little bit more of a, a solid look. I know some people get upset with him, but I wouldn't mind El Nelly starting. But I know for a fact, I know for a hundred percent fact, when that team come off that field at the end of the game tonight. Win, lose or draw, they'll have given it everything. They'll have played the best they possibly can. And that is because we've got a fantastic manager in Arteta that is coaching them, that is pushing them, that is training them, that's cajoling them. There's hundreds of words to sum up Arteta and they're all good. So I think we've got a chance of getting something out of the game. I'll be ecstatic if we win, but I know for a fact, Fergus, I'm going to be happy anyway because I know that them lads are going to put on that white shirt that Mike's wearing tonight I like it, by the way. And they're going to give it everything. They're going to give it absolutely everything. So I, I can't wait. I'm so excited for the game. I'm so excited. I might just come off here now, bugger off, and sit down in front of the telly, <laughs> crack a beer over, start watching it, start singing me songs. My missus has got the up with me because I've been singing songs about the Arsenal all day. I'm just ready for it. Just ready. We are. We really well, are in it. I don't That's care. It, if, if See, if I do care, but if we lose 4-0 tonight, which I don't think we will, by the way, I know that it'll be four good goals against a battling Arsenal team. And that's all I've ever mm. asked. That's all I want. That's all anybody ever asked, Trev. I agree with you, mate. If win, lose or draw tonight, as long as we put in a shift and you see progress, which we've all been asking for, that's what we're all after. And it doesn't matter if we win, lose or draw. If we, it, like, like what Trev was saying, it doesn't matter. If we, as long as we see that progress, that's all every, anyone's ever asking for. And can I just go on before you say anything else, Fergus? Kieran Garner's uh, comment, uh, the picture of Giroud. Yes. And he's just said, and if you get the uh, comment, just please pull that up. That's what he sent me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that in my messenger from Kieran. Cheers, mate. I appreciate that. But I, I, I had to do it. I had to get it on. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, My yeah. missus just fell off the sofa looking at that. My <laughs> fell off the sofa. Anyway, no, I can't. I can't talk about the game anymore because I'm that excited. I'm dribbling in my beard here. It really <laughs> is. How about you? Was that picture on it, Trev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mike, no, Mike, no comment. Right. <laughs> Uh, you, you're a bit more realistic about this fixture in your predictions. Um, are you excited about the game still? Me. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm realistic. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be optimistic, but not getting too carried away. Uh, I have, unfortunately, I have put us down as a two-one loss. But to go on what Trev says, I want to see progress. I don't want us getting them three-nil, four-nil drummings anymore. 
You know, I want to see a shift. And that's all, like I just said, that's all any of us ask for. We want to see a shift. If we can get a result out of it and we win 2-1, that is absolutely brilliant. You know, I'll be happy to be foot in mouth on that one. You know, I really would. So it's just a case of, I just really need that. I need to see that performance. Steve, how are you about the about the game? Are you as uh, confident about the game, maybe as um, Trolls in Norway is? He's talking about like you know, yeah, is tonight. <laughs> I would yeah, love a moment like that. I'm I'm quietly optimistic. Um, reason being, obviously, Community Shield and the end of last season, they put out full strength sides pretty much minus maybe Henderson and maybe one other. And even though, you know, people said they were down until, you know, they're on the beach and everything else. They wanted the hundred points. We managed to beat them. We shut up shop. We played well. We played smart. Um, we got a result. We got a, you know, yes, it was okay. It was a draw in the community shield, but we got a result. You know, even if we come away with a draw tonight, that's, that's a positive for me. Um, considering past seasons, um, so I'm quietly optimistic we'll come away with something. Um, but obviously at the same time, it is, a, it is a bit anxious because everybody else had has dropped points this weekend. Mm. And it would just be so, I know at the moment we're not, you know, we're not the typical Arsenal, but it would be so typical Arsenal to not capitalise on everybody else's mistake. And then in three, four weeks we're going, well, actually we're okay because we're sitting around everybody else still. Um so I think I've got that in the back of my mind, but I still do think we'll get something there. So Liverpool tonight um, are without Jordan Henderson, uh, Joel uh, Matip. And um, I've also heard uh, on various groups and uh, Twitter and so on, there's doubts over Thiago and Alisson. Uh, Thiago, I think, is definitely out because it was in a few media pages I saw today. Thiago, I think, is definitely out. Uh, I'm not too sure about Alisson. Well, that was a bit of a that would be give or take a good, anyway. Something good. But then again, Allison has made mistakes. You know, he's yeah, probably yeah. up there with one of the best goalkeepers in the world, and he makes mistakes. So, I you know, I'm not saying anything Adrian about Leno or they? anything like, but you know, <laughs> it all happens, doesn't it? They haven't got Adrian anymore, have they? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I don't oh, know if it's I don't know if it's their second choice still, but I think he's still there. And Arsenal are without Socrates um, and without Smithrow and uh, Mike's favourite friend, Mustafi. Rumours of Mustafi going... Moving. <laughs> he's moving house. He's moving to Italy. Listen, head-to-head Arsenal... Uh, sorry, Liverpool have won the past four home games against Arsenal, the best run at Anfield um, since a seven-match winning streak that ended in 1988. Arsenal beat Liverpool in July for the first time in the Premier League uh, in 10 meetings. Um, so we had drawn four previously and lost five. Uh, the Gunners can make um, back-to-back league games against Liverpool for the first time since September 2012. Some of the match facts that we're looking at, Liverpool have conceded three goals in uh, back-to-back league games at Anfield for the first time since 1982, September 1982. And somebody put in the comments, I can't see it right now, but um, and one of the messages that... Um, you know, if Leeds can go, it might have been you, Mike, on the WhatsApp. If Leeds can go and score three goals, uh, Boston, um, 
Uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was the other Mike, um, uh, Congalves, Boston Ozil. Um, if Leeds can go and score three goals against this Liverpool uh, that everyone waxes lyrical about, Arsenal at the moment are able to score goals as our as a defence that needs to sort itself out. And I think we can go and score some some goals against them tonight. Uh, I honestly, yeah, I'm going to say, can I just jump in quick? I I think a lot of teams are going to be shot by Leeds this season. Uh, Steve will know as any well, well as anyone, you know, how well they played in the Championship last year. And I, I honestly do think they will shock a lot of people. I, I don't think, would it have been, I think it was their first game this season, Leeds. So I think you can sort of rule that one out for Liverpool. You know, at the end of the day, they did win 4-3. Mm. But mm. again... Like they, I said, it's... They, they, won, they won four three, Mike, but I don't think they actually deserve to get anything more than a point out of that because Leeds played very, very well. No, no, they don't. And it, like, and, and Steve will Steve will say the same. Leeds are a very, very good team, and I think they'll shock a lot of people in the Premier League this year. Yeah, and I haven't. I've tipped them not to go down this year. One because they have spent money where it's needed to strengthen their squad, and two, they've got a great squad anyway. You know, I think it's definitely Premier League ready. Their squad. You know, maybe bottom half of the table yeah mm. but not but again like i just said they are going to shock a lot of people and i think with it being liverpool's first game of the season i don't think they would have been really bothered about Leeds. they would have probably thought like every other team that comes up into the premier league ah it's just there yeah yeah whatever that you know i mean they've just mm. been promoted it doesn't matter but i don't think they was expecting Leeds to go for it as much as what they did mm. trev um uh, trolls make the comment about uh vvd uh uh, Virgil van Dijk has been very good right now. He commanded their defence up to and before like March of this year. Um, and Williamson, I think, is the young chap's name. He played for them in the Community Shield and Arsenal just ripped them a new one. Um, defensively, do you think uh, Liverpool have got problems? It's a good point. It's a good point that uh, Charles <laughs> made with that comment, Ferguson. I was watching... Uh, Dan Potts the other night, I was watching him and he had he was talking to a Liverpool fan and I chipped in and asked the Liverpool fan what he thought about Van Dijk and uh, the Liverpool fan, he freely admitted that Van Dijk has been below his best, but he seemed to think that he's now picking his game up again and that uh, he'll be the commanding presence that he was. So um, let's hope he's not the commanding presence yet and he's, he's back to his commanding best tomorrow, are you? Not tonight. I think that Van Dyke has been showing weaknesses. I think he's been getting forward a lot and and sometimes not been carrying out his defensive duties as Liverpool would have liked. I hope I'm right. And I, I think to go alongside that about Van Dyke, I think that Anderson not playing is very important. A lot of people say about Anderson not worth his place, not worth this, not worth that. Anderson's mm. captain aside last season that has gone and won the, the, the Premier League title by a mile. He's played in an England side that, has, 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 although it has its limitations, has done quite well in World Cups, you know. Um, so I think they'll miss Henderson badly. And I think that the players that feed off of Henderson as captain, your likes of your Van Dyke, etc., may well struggle as a result. I'm hoping I'm right. And I'm hoping that I've just heard a rumour that Mane and uh, Salah are out as well. So let's hope oh, that's true. <laughs> let's hope, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's it, on a serious note, boys, uh, it, it, Virgil van Dyke has obviously been below his best. You know, they, they've been shipping a lot of goals as, of Liverpool. And... Uh, if he's not on his toes tonight and if Henderson's not there to look after him and then we've got Alba, 
and Laka or Enketia, whoever plays up front, and Willian having a dig here and there, we're in with a real shout. We're all in with a real mm. shout tonight. I'm excited. I'm getting excited. I'm dribbling again. We're, I'm excited again. <laughs> you know, it's just we're right on it. Yeah. Friend of the Richard. show, Richard, Richard says, if we can win, uh, if we can ever win at Anfield, it's tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Look, Arsenal uh, can win their opening three Premier League games for the first time since a run of five victories in 2004-2005. I think the next few comments I'm going to read out to you um, before the teams are, are, are announced it just shows the importance of the game, the hope that we've got to just to get a, um, a measure of how far Arteta has brought this squad and also how far he's still got to go so that we're actually up there challenging the likes of Man City and Liverpool along the way. The Gunners can win four successive league fixtures uh, for the first time since a run of seven in August to October 2018. Uh, we talk about Lacazette. If he gets named in the starting lineup, he scored four goals in the past six Premier League games um, and he scored in three consecutive games Um uh, in February 2019. So, you know, this could be his third, his second time to do that. Uh, sadly, uh, Arsenal are winless in 27 Premier League away fixtures versus the established top six teams since triumphing 2-0 against Manchester City in uh, 2015. Um, and that was Coughlin's big game. Um, they've conceded 61 goals in those 27 matches, drawing 10 and losing 17. But Mikel Arteta can become the first Arsenal manager to win his first away trip to Liverpool in any competition since Trevor will remember this guy, Tom Whittaker in December 1947. Nine managers since have failed to win, uh, with eight of them losing. Trev, do you remember Tom Whittaker? Fergus, it was all going so well, then you have to turn stupid, didn't you? Of course, <laughs> I don't remember Tom Whittaker, 1948. I know the name, I know the history of the man. But I never met him personally. Shame I didn't actually. Right, move on, Fergus. Move okay. on. It's a team out. Yeah, it's eight. It's nine. It's seven o'clock. It should be out any second now. Oh, there we go. We got the team out now. Uh, what we got? We've got Leno holding Louise Tierney, Bellerin, yes. uh, El Nenny, and Shaka in the yes. centre. Maitland, Niles, William, Lacazette, and Abamian. Strongest side, isn't it? Really, it I'll is. Take that. It is. I'll who's, on the, who's on the bench? I, I want to zoom in, but obviously I can't. <laughs> uh, Runnerton, Gabriel, Klasniak, Ceballos, Saka, Pepe, and Enketi are on the bench. It's a strong bench. Three. Yeah, yeah. Three Barring Klasniak. Do we know what the Liverpool squad that. is yet? Um, do we know That's what the Liverpool squad is? Uh, I'll find out. For you, I will get back to you when. Oh, it's a, it's a good up. lineup. I'm glad Owen and he's playing. Yeah. I really am. So, so here we go. I've got, I've got Liverpool here. I think. Hang on, Steve. Myself and yourself uh, talk highly of El Nenny, um, and we mm, have we have done. Yeah, he's been shot down on several times. Um, why are you so glad that he's starting tonight? Simply because one, he he's played more recently. He's played more recently than Tobias has, um, and I think if. Who are pl- Mane and Salah are there? That's you know. <laughs> oh, um, I I just think I think he's a little bit more of a solid option. I think if Xhaka goes forward, El Nenny sits deep. If El Nenny goes forward, you know, a bit more forward, Xhaka comes deep. Uh, so I think there's always one of the two that stay back. Whereas Tobias, 
he's always trying to look to to go forward. He's always trying to look to take on players. And I think at times we just need to, sometimes we just need to, to sit there and stay. And I think El Nenny does that better than Ceballos. What a bench. I'm just looking, sorry, before what anyone else comes in, that's the team I predicted would play Liverpool on uh, my show on House Brothers. Alexander-Arnold, Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson, Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Keita, Mane, yes, Salomon, Firmino. Full strength, pretty much. That is a full strength. And their subs are Adrian, Milner, Jones, Minamino, Jota, Origi and Williams. Never heard of any of them. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, guys, I we think look, it's fine. We look strong, don't we? look strong. And look at the bench. Look at the bench. Look at the options we've got. Look at the options we've got. Right, hurry up and wind this up now, Fergus. I'm done. I want to be watching the telly. I want to be watching the field. <laughs> I, I, me, me also. <laughs> Listen, I think the most important thing that we do tonight is score first. I think yes. if we score first, we, we, can, we can hang on and get a point, possibly, uh, possibly three points. I think the most important thing we need to do is not make any stupid handball mistakes. Uh, yeah, uh, the VAR. <laughs> before before we go anywhere with that, that I'll is tell you ridiculous. what, Mike. Mike, I'll tell you what, right? And it re- it is ridiculous, mate. It's awful, but they're not me. They're not even mistakes, are they, mate? They're just no. like accidents. It's just it's just it's, football. The thing it's, is, this is it, and it's it is football. And the problem with horrible. these. I say mistakes, it's more referee mistakes. So hopefully we have a referee who's on point and someone in the VAR wankers van who's on point as well, rather than just giving handballs out willy-nilly. So look, but the, the, referee? the refs are only doing as they've been told, mate, aren't they? In fairness, well, you know, in yeah. fairness, they're only doing as they've been but told. But you think common sense awful. Craig, Craig common Porson sense is the referee? Uh, above that, no, Trev. You know what I mean? They should know. You know, well, common sense should rule over anything that they say. They they've been playing. These referees are meant to be. You know, I mean, they've been around for a while. A load of these referees are not new to the game. Yeah, mm. but Mike, listen, mate, listen, mate. If these referees decide to use common sense, like you've just said, and like we all want them to do, we all want them to use common sense. If they interpret the handballs as they want to, they're going to be stopped from refereeing. They're going to be dropped from the refereeing list, mate, because that's well, not how they want them to. It's rubbish. It's crap. I mean, before yeah. yesterday, the handball, the handball rule was rubbish. Yesterday, the handball rule was fantastic. Today, the handball rule's back to rubbish again. You know, it needs changing. It needs changing badly. Oh, so, you know, Tottenham aside, I think, you know, if you're looking at it as a neutral, that was very, very unfair. Yeah. And it's something for me, if that happened to us... You know, that's that's where I'd be kicking off as well. You know, it's, I'm not it's, neutral. it's second of fun. It's second of fun. I'm not neutral. So but, guys, no, I'm just saying, look at it in perspective. <laughs> you know, if that happened to us, you know, it nearly happened to us with Gabriel. Mm. You know, last so guys, week. Look, look, looking at looking at that um, Liverpool squad of Allison, um, uh, Alexander Arlen, Gomez, Van Dyke, Robertson, Firmino, Wijnaldum, or whatever his name is, Kaita. Uh, Mane, Salah, Firmino. Who do you see as the main threat, Steve? Mane. Yeah, agree, agree, hundred yeah. percent. Mane, and I tell you what, that I, I thought last season. I mean, I've, I'm a fan of Wijnaldum. I think Wijnaldum's a cracking player, and I think he goes under the radar a lot. Um, he 
he links so much of the defensive and forward play to to Firmino Wijnaldum. Um, I hope he doesn't tonight. Um, but Mane, there's there's some there's an edge to Mane that he has over Salah. Salah's Salah's very very clinical, but Mane can just create something out of nothing. Whereas Salah's Salah's always on the end of stuff and all the on the end of good things. Whereas Mane creates a lot as well. And scores a lot. So I think Mane's the big threat. And I think we've got to be, if he comes off the bench, Minamino, we've got to be on our toes late on. If we're ahead by one goal, if he comes off the bench, then he could be a problem. Yeah, Trevor? You, you, oh, Steve's 100% right. I'd take Mane before Salah all day long, me. Mm. He's, he's a special player, is Mane. He's not going to be good enough tonight, but he's a very special player. Um, I, 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 I'm looking at the team... And I know it's me, and you you all know what I'm like now, lads. You know I'm so up for it all and all that. I'm like it every game all the time. But I'm looking at our team and I'm thinking, I don't care what team Liverpool put out. (laughs) I'm really happy with what we're doing. I'm really happy with that side. I'm so pleased Tierney's playing on the left of a back three because, as I said earlier, I think that's his best position. I think it gives him that bit more freedom to to play out a bit. Really happy that Ainsley Maitland-Niles is out there with him. Um, and then hopefully we can bring Saka on later in the game to, to, to fill that left side up with quality, you know. Mm. So very happy with it. Very happy indeed. And uh, I don't care what Liverpool put out, I, you know. But I am, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm really pleased Henderson ain't playing. I know not many people rate him, but Henderson is a very important part of that Liverpool mm-hmm. side. And he ain't there tonight. And that's to our benefit, I'm telling you. Mike, um, finally, before we all get us, I'm going to go to the pub and watch the game tonight. I, I was going to sit in here, but I, I think it's it's one of those games that, you know, I think you need people around you. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit more exciting. Mike, uh, finally, um, have you changed your prediction from... You, you've entered your... In, in, in the prediction league thing, You what is your score prediction and have you changed your mind after seeing those no. lineups? No, no, I'm not changing my mind. Um uh, to go on with these two about Mane, I don't think we don't have to, you know I mean? It's not just one player in the Liverpool team. Them mm. front three are dangerous to any Not team. so much Firmino, I don't think. I think he creates, he, but I don't think he's he does a, a job. He does a job for the team. Uh, you got you got to think about, he's not a, he's not the out-and-out goal scorer in that team. He's bringing in Mane mm. and Salah. And I think that's the issue because he's the one who brings them to win. Similar to what Lacazette does with us, to bring in Abamyang and Willian at the minute. So it's a similar situation. But I think them them front three have been together for so for you know I mean for a good couple of seasons now. They've gelled really, really well. And I think that's the issue for us. And mm. I just with Tierney back in the team, I think it's great. You know, I I think it's brilliant. You know, it, it helps us out a lot more. I think Maitland Niles will do a job against uh, Salah. I think he's there for that reason. The issue that I've got is our right-hand side in Bellerin and Holding. I think that's the issue that I'm finding at the minute in our team. I think that's the weakness. You know, after watching the West Ham game, I'm sorry to go back onto it, after watching the West Ham game, Antonio made a point to keep going down our right-hand side. And, you know, Antonio is a good player. He's, he, you know, is a player in his own right, but compared to Mane, I think is is not as... Mm. Um, I think that's one of the reasons El Nenny's there. Steve, mm-hmm. hang on. What's your score prediction then, Mike? I'm still going for two one Liverpool. I'm sorry, guys. You know, I'm probably he's trying to call me a heathen now. Yeah, he's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's going to call me a heathen, but I'm I'm going with my head over this one. 
Right, Steve, um, briefly, what's your score prediction? I think 2-1 Arsenal. Okay. Um, are we going 4-0, Trev? No, <laughs> we're not. Listen, there's, there's an easy way to put what, that Firmino in his place, right? There's an easy way to put that Firmino in his place. You just have to rub your hand in his face and ruin his makeup and his game goes. <laughs> <through, right? laughs> yes. <laughs> I've never gone against the Arsenal, but I'm going to limit it tonight. I'm going to go for a 2-0 win to the Arsenal. 2-0 win to the Arsenal. It's 33 to 1. I've had a couple of quid on it. Um, very happy. Can't wait for kickoff. Can't wait for kickoff. In Arteta, we must trust, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, come on, boys. Don't let us down tonight. 2-0. Right. On that note, boys, uh, I am going for a 2-2. Um, I'm going for a Desmond. Desmond uh, I'm, also, yeah. I'm also going for a couple of pints. Listen, you have been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Steve, I know it's been brief, uh, but thanks for joining us again. Trev, as always, nice. uh, thank you. Uh, Mike, cheers for doing the old um, bit of screen stuff because my my, bro, my my computer just won't cope with it. And you know what? The one thing I want to say to Trevor the whole time, that light switch behind him, if we get a <laughs> Day, it means it's on. It's on. Lights <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, God, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> boys, boys, I've loved doing this. Just before we go, Fergus, this is doing this podcast at this time before a big game excites me greatly. I've loved chatting to you three tonight. I've had a right laugh. We've all been positive. We've all shown what true Arsenal fans we are. Mike's a heathen swine. The rest of us are fantastic. <laughs> Come on, the Arsenal. Come on, boys. We'll be all right Funny tonight. Funny one last thing to say before we go. Up the arse. Up, Up the, the Arsenal. Come on, you gunners. <laughs>